message this morning. It's, it's, it's already been preached. But we'll just maybe bring a few of those points out again. I am so thankful to, to see what God is doing, what God is going to do. You know, I, I have a new expectancy that the Lord's been birthing in me that things that have been difficult are going to become easy. Yes. That obstacles that have been hindering are going to get out of the way. Amen. You, you know, the enemy may come and knock on our door, Sister Dina. He really does. And it brings up things we wouldn't even expect. He's trying to stop the flow of God. But, you know, got good news this morning. He ain't going to get the job done. Amen. God is bigger than any devil. Yes. God is greater than any trial or any temptation or any test. You know, we all are probably facing trials in our faith and are testing in our walk. But God didn't change his mind about what he said in his word, what he would do for us as we reach out and believe him and trust him and rely upon him. You can go to bed at night and sleep like a baby because I know who's in control of my life. I know he's doing a good thing, and I don't want it to ever stop. We have tasted and seen that the Lord is good. And, you know, I want to keep on tasting and fellowshipping with his body and with his spirit and with his goodness. If you have your Bibles this morning, turn to uh, Matthew chapter 8. Lord willing, we ought to talk about our faith a little bit this morning. And, you know, I believe our faith is the greatest treasure that we have in this life. And old Slewfoot will stop at no angle to try to get us to get out of faith. But if we will hold him over in that arena of faith and believe in God, honey, he ain't got a chance. God is a good God. Matthew chapter 8 and verse 5. Thank you for standing for the reading of the Lord's Word this morning. I'm reading from King James. It's pretty much the same as the New King James. I've just gotten used to it over the years. and Well, I don't know. You can still teach an old dog new tricks sometimes. So, so we may go the other route sometime too. It says, uh, And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him, and saying, Lord, my servant lies at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. He was paralyzed. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof. Catch this, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. He would released his faith right there at that point. Lord, you speak the word only. And, you, you know, we have the right as believers in Christ to speak the word. In fact, if we will speak the word over the situations that come our way, we will see a difference in what God will do in our lives. It says, For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. I say to this man, Go, and he goeth, and to another, Come, and he cometh. And to my servant, Do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard that, he marveled and said unto them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great a faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and the west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, 
As thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. Say something with me before you see, seated. As I have believed, As I have believed it, shall be done it shall be done in my life. That's the word of the Lord. We can stand on that. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You know, Jesus said in this world, we're going to have tribulation. Yes. But he didn't stop there. He said, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. In other words, Lord, through you and by your grace, by your enabling ability, I too shall overcome. Yes. I thank God for overcoming strength this morning. I jotted something down before I left the house this morning, and it's, it's in my spirit. Our faith in God and in his word is the greatest treasure that you and I possess today. When we got born again, God placed within us, each one of us, the measure of faith. And that's in Romans 12 and 3, if you want to look at it sometime that will overcome every obstacle or hindrance that presents itself in our lives. Opposition and pressure and distractions and all sorts of hindrances will present themselves to each one of us. But this is when we get this God-given treasure of faith. We get it out, and we get the Word of God, and we rely upon our God. Yes. Our God is a great God. Yes, he is. Sometimes we may be slowed down for a while, and I think all of us have been hindered from time to time, working our way through difficult situations. Let's be as honest as we can this morning. There's been some difficulties. But so far, and so far on, on down the road, by the grace of God, God is going to sustain us. Amen. You, you know, we have an enemy of our soul. Let's be real. He, he's, he's not uh, some imaginary character, but he is real. And we're not magnifying his name today under no circumstances. But we are being honest before the Lord because we see what God is doing to give us strength to overcome his ugly lies and deception. And by the way, I am still believing that he is going to pay me back some interest for the lies and the deception and the damage that he has done. But you know, thanks be unto God, I wouldn't want to change it because God has done and is doing a great work in my life today and, and you, you know all of our lives yes. just the fact that we're assembled here today in the mess that the world is in says that each one of us are serious with God Amen. and we believe that God is working on our behalf sometimes like I said we may be slowed down through difficult situations that present themselves this is when we rise up in the strength of the Lord and use our faith and the Word of God, and watch God work. You know, I want to say something. Based upon the Word of God, God always, 100% of the time, responds to faith. When his children are standing on his Word, he comes on the scene. Do you know we tie his hands this morning if we get to worrying, get to doubting, and get afraid? That's one of the biggest enemies Satan is using in this world today is the spirit of fear to try to hold us back. You know, faith and fear kind of are the same, kind of work the same way. 
whatever we're believing and expecting, that's what's going to come our way. I notice in my own life, if I get worried and all down and out and bothered about something, it doesn't get any better. But when I began to put it in God's hands and release it by the release of my faith, it begins to look different. I begin to see God at work, yes. Pastor. Yes. So God, God is working in our lives. Let me get my notes out here. I'm not going to be long-winded this morning. If you turn to Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. And while you're going there, there's a scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7. Anybody familiar with that? And I'm sure you are. You know what it says this morning, that we walk by faith and not by sight. Do you know our feelings can deceive us? Imaginations up here that don't line up with the Word of God can throw us off course. What does Paul tell us in 2 Corinthians to do with those things? Take every thought captive. Cast them down, just like a fishing rod and reel. When you're out there throwing that bait, you cast that thing out. You let go of it, and then you expect a harvest. So that's what we do with our faith today. We let go. We base it up on what God says in his word. That's, a, that's number one, most important. We base it up on what the Lord says, Brother Nathan, and then we stand. Opposition comes, and we stand. Opposition comes. We stand, and we stand, and we stand, and we persevere, as you brought out there the other day. And after a while, God, God just shows, he, he shows up all the time, but after a while, he comes through, and that thing begins to get smaller and smaller. And, and you know, we recognize it was God that took care of it, not us. Amen. Hebrews 11 and verse 1 says, Now faith... Is the substance of things that is hoped for, the evidence of things that are not seen. Our faith is God-given substance this morning that will birth or bring into manifestation those things which we are hoping for in our spirit, in our mind, in our lives. You know, whatever, whatever that situation is in your life and in my life, don't ever lose hope. Because there's no such thing as hopelessness with God. God is well able. Say that with me. God is well able. He's able to do. Say it with me. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly. More than I can hope. More than I can think. And above all that I even desire. My God is able this morning. Amen. My God is working in our lives. And when we don't see him, sometimes these feelings can lie to us, can tell us that God's not listening. But the word of God said he is faithful. He's, like you said this morning, he's faithful. I have that underlined in one of my Bibles at home. It says, now God is faithful. I put in parentheses to me. He is faithful to me all the time. God's word is a personal word, and we need to personalize it in our own lives. You remember way back there in Genesis when God came to Abraham and told him that he was going to make him a father of many nations, told him that uh, Sarah was going to have a child, 
You know, Abraham a little bit like we are. He laughed. But the Bible still declares that he was a man of faith. Yes. Yes. Sarah was 90 years old, and he was 100 years old, and God gave her a child by Abraham. That's like going to the nursing home and getting an elderly couple that can't get out of the bed and can't walk and can't hardly do anything and tell them, you're going to have a baby. Don't you think that was a powerful miracle this morning? Amen. Amen. What a good God. So, you know, my little situation and your little situation, it might seem big in our eyes, but it ain't too hard for God. Say something with me. Absolutely nothing, Absolutely nothing is too hard, is too hard for, my God. for my God. I believe God. I believe He can do. I believe He will do everything that I release my faith for. Amen. So, you know, we do have a part, don't we? Yes, we do. So, we got to release our faith. Turn to James chapter 1. James chapter 1 and verse 5. It says, if any of you lack wisdom... I could not begin to tell you how many times I lack wisdom. I'd have to get some strength, Sister Sheila. You, you know, like I think you brought it out the other day that uh, we can't mentally assess our situations and get through the problems that come our way. God is teaching us to use our faith, to live by faith. It says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. That gives to some men... Did it say that? <laughs> that gives to all men, that's each one of us, liberally, that means freely, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. In other words, when we ask, let's expect to receive. Whatever we're praying about, if the Word of God covers it, and we ask, let's expect that God's going to do it in our lives. Catch verse 6, but let him ask in faith. Nothing wavering. You know, there's some Christians, and maybe at one time I was kind of like one of them, up and down like a yo-yo. Today I'm up if God is moving. Tomorrow I'm down if my feelings are telling me one thing or a different thing. But God doesn't want us to be up and down like a yo-yo. And I want to say something up on the authority of God's Word. Our feelings will never take us to faith. Amen. Amen. Faith in God is taking a heart stand on who he is, his love, and what he will do in our lives and permit him to do that which seems impossible to us. Yes. Let him ask in faith with nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Whichever way the wind's blowing, that's the way the, the person that's wavering is going. Somebody come along with a big bad report, and oh my goodness. And sometimes those things happen, but we just, we just don't dare uh, hang on to the bad reports. That's right. Someone come along and say, you're going to get this because grandma had it. 
Daddy had it or Mommy had it. Well, you know, I want to say again on the authority of God's word, according to Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13, that Jesus became a curse and he, he, he was made a curse and took our place. So I can say upon the authority of my father's word and your father's word that no generational curse shall inhabit my body or my mind or my spirit because I am the redeemed of the Lord. Bought with a price. Purchased by the most cleansing blood could ever be. We belong to God. We're the sheep of his pastor. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with wind and tossed. Let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And, you know, we live in a world that's full of doubt, unbelief, fear, and worry. And it's, uh, it's, it's a battle to keep that under the blood and not allow it into our lives. Amen? God, God wants us to be real. Christians face, face temptation. They face tests. They face trials. But God wants us to know today as a body and as believers in him that he is ready to assist us in whatever we have need of. Only believe all things are possible to him that believeth. Amen. 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 So it ain't no wonder our enemy would try to steal our faith and try to pull us down to his level. But guess what, Mr. Devil? We ain't going to stoop. We ain't going to stoop to your lies and your deception because we have the greater one living inside of us. The Bible declares that greater is he that lives in us than he that's in the world. And 1 John chapter 5, I think it is. I'm not sure if it's verse 4 or 5. Our victory that overcomes this world is, what is it? Our faith in Christ Jesus. Our faith in the Lord and in his power. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. First Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13, I see three familiar words that's been brought out time and time again this morning by different ones. Uh, it says, there has no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. In other words, I'm not going through anything that somebody has not already been through. You're not going through anything, but what there's somebody else that's been through it, or maybe even going through it. And by the way, Jesus went through it all for us. You, you know, the Bible says he became sin. <laughs> I can't imagine that. A holy God coming down to earth and becoming sin and going to the cross and purchasing for us all that he purchased for with his, his most holy blood. And you know, he's no longer on the cross. He got up. He got up victorious over death, over hell, and over the grave. And since he overcome, we overcome. 
by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of our testimony. Yes. Said, there is no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is what? Faithful. God is faithful to me, Amen. who will not suffer me to be tempted above that which I am able to endure. But he will, with that temptation, also make a way to escape that we may be able to bear it. Now, I'm not going to be, you're not going to be able to, and I'm not going to be able to, to avoid temptation and tribulation. But we can put a smile on our face, the joy of the Lord in our heart, knowing that we're going to overcome. Amen. You know, somebody said, I read the back of the book, and we win. Well, we do. But there's, a, there's even a little bit more in depth to that. The book, anywhere in the book says that we win yes. since Jesus got up Amen. victorious. But he will, with that temptation, also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. I have something I wrote down in the Bible after reading that a long while back. Lord, I believe, I, I do depend on you. I believe this, and I depend on you. Romans chapter 12, verse 3. We brought it out earlier. Verse 3 says, For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. That's talking about don't allow a spirit of pride to attach itself to us because God will resist us if we walk around in pride. But he says, But think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Notice it says, every man, God has given every man the measure of faith. Now, what we do with that faith is up to us. God has given us faith, but you know, if we don't use it, it ain't going to do us any good, is it? So let's get, let's, let's get it out and let's use it every day for the kingdom of God. Amen. How many is going to trust God this morning? Amen. How many is going to trust God this morning? Amen. Say this with me. God is, God is faithful. faithful. I want you to get that in your spirit as our brother is already. All I did was laid the groundwork. I mean, we were spot on with each other. That's God. That's God. God knows what he's doing. Stand to your feet all over the building. Did you enjoy that message this morning? Yes.